I just want five minutes of us going waka waka. So now you have waka, everyone. Waka. Now you have everyone saying waka waka. So if you could waka, just waka waka. Waka waka waka. Wait, do we do we do? Let's let's give it to our clean for each of us. So, Tim. Waka waka. Sean. Waka waka. Matt. I just want to before I waka waka. I just want to point out <laughs> that in the last seven days we have thirty four plays on SoundCloud, and if we do this. I can guarantee you how many are going to be played for the next seven. It's also, going to be a number that starts with a Z and ends with an Eero. All of our tracks are recorded separately, so we don't need to do it individually and take turns. Anyway. Um, True. Waka waka. Waka waka. Waka waka. There, we've got several different waka wakas for him. I still... Can, can I want to bring this but why did we do that <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> welcome to bros a my name is matt casnell and joining me as they always do are my bros from belmar new jersey it's mr rich sweet hi everyone Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, son, you better listen, stuck in his ass is an electrician. It's Mr. Tim Hansen. Is that what that shock was? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How you guys doing? Fabulous. I'm still recovering, TBH. (laughs) Yeah, just in general. Yeah, a pretty lengthy what? and in-depth discussion on uh, current events, world mm-hmm. events. Uh, That's unusual. Episode. Yeah, very strange. Mm. I think we we made it out all right. We we, we survived uh, a, a serious adult conversation about uh, pressing issues of the day. I think we did it. But I, I also would be not be completely opposed to you know bullshit throughout the course of this episode. If you guys are. Mm-hmm. Are fine with that, but also you look. Here, that's the beauty of the Brose podcast. And in fact, for anybody who hasn't listened to the show before, let me just clue you in. First of all, we're available on all major podcasts and platforms. And secondly, the premise of the show is that we're four bros, and each of us brings a question to the table each episode. And it could be about a serious, uh, you know, serious subject, current events. It could be about pop culture. It could be about, uh, you know, would you rather we had or deep philosophical or emotional question we're having. It could be about life, the universe or anything uh, that we want to discuss. But whatever we discuss, we usually do so with a glass of wine, as much intelligence as we can muster, and a touch of mirth. So if you want your question answered on the air, because we do answer our listeners' questions as well, you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first and foremost, we have to discuss what we are drinking tonight. Tim Hansen, why don't you start? I am drinking... The absolutely fabulous Josh Reserve Zinfandel from Josh Vineyards because, duh, this is the Brose podcast and we fucking love Josh, even Josh. if they've refused to sponsor us or acknowledge that we exist. Yeah. Um, really, really enjoying it. The more the more it's uh, it's had more time to breathe. So the the depth of the Zinfandel flavor has opened up a little bit. 
um, doesn't feel as dark and as earthy, um, even though it was still very good in the first episode. And this, the transition to the oaky notes on the back end, you're getting a little more vanilla in it, uh, and it's a little smoother of a transition. So fucking delicious. Hell yeah. Mm. Sean O'Brien, what are you uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Pacific Rim Sweet Riesling. Uh, and it is exactly that, a sweet Riesling, but not overly sweet. Uh, it still has a little bit of that wine acidity. Uh, and uh, A+. plus. Very good job. A+. Dragon. Plus. Love it. What about you, Rich? What are you drinking? I am drinking Jersey Caramel Apple. It's uh, a limited release, which means I'm it lost its value the second I opened the bottle. Um, it, it it's it's good. It's it. I'm I've drank two thirds of it, or almost two thirds of it at this point. Um, and it is uh, it tastes like apple juice with a hint of caramel. Just isn't just enough caramel to make it taste good. Solid beverage. Hey Matt, glad the caramel's not overwhelming. Yeah, Matt, can I guess what beer you're drinking? Yes, you can. I, I saw a flash of the back of the label, and now I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to guess. So it's a Sam Adams. Okay. okay. And I'm thinking, based on the light blue of the label, that it is either. Mm-hmm. I think it's over. I think it's from last winter, not current year, because they're still in the Oktoberfest and all of those flavors. Oh, fuck. Unless it's one of the spring ones that I didn't bother to fucking try. I'm going to guess either White Lantern or, uh, no, Winter Ale is green, so Cold Snap. What are your, your choices again? You said Sam Adams. White Lantern or Cold Snap. Okay. It's a Sierra Nevada. No, I'm just kidding. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a Sam Adams Cold Snap. You nailed it. Fucking right. What does Tim win? Is there Cold Snap out already or... No, this is from last year. They brought this from the old house. Uh, This is from last year. I don't think there's Cold Snap out yet. Uh, This is just the most easily accessible in the fridge. Uh, I just went and reached out for it because, as I mentioned last episode, uh, we don't have any screw top wine bottles left that I can find, and we still haven't unpacked whatever box has our wine opener in it. So, uh, So I don't have the uncorker. I don't have anything to do any uncorking. And you know how much I love to uncork things. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to stick with the bottle opener and have a cold snap, uh, which is not bad. We're starting to get to cold snap season anyway. So I'm enjoying it. Oktoberfest and cold snap, my two favorite, favorite Sam Adams, especially since the new Boston Lager is garbage. Isn't there a, a winter Sam that you don't like? I don't like the normal winter ale. Okay. And the White Lantern, I also don't particularly like. Mm. Old Fezziwig, I also don't like. Fezziwig honestly, the only, <laughs> yeah, honestly, the only one I do like from Sam Adams in the winter is Cold Snap. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I had I had lodged in my brain for some reason. I just had the exact opposite reason for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Brosequestions at gmail.com. If you out there in listener land want your question answered on the air. But right now it's our turn. So who wants to go first? Who wants to ask a question to start things off? Tim, Timmy again? I mean, I feel like this is the new bit. T- Tim was so, for a year, Tim was getting a lot of, a lot of guff for not uh, bringing any questions to the table. And now he's like, I'm going to be first. I'm going to be the model student. 
If the Brose podcast had desks, he'd be sitting in the front row. <laughs> uh, Good honestly, morning, this is Miss Turwiggle. <laughs> honestly, it's because I only have two questions, so I need as much time to come up with a question okay. for session three. Noted. Uh, and also, when I started the first episode, I only had one question. So, yeah, this is the, this is the new bit. Um, right, so, my question. Rich, I apologize because uh, you were going to be left out of this question. That's fine. I'll figure out a way to answer it. Fine. Do you find yourself more or less productive when your partner is not around or is gone for an extended period of time of any amount? Uh, reason I'm asking this question is Martha is currently up in New Hampshire visiting her first nephew who was born September 14th, 13th or 14th. It was the middle of the night. I can't remember which day. Um, lovely little, little dude named Peter. Um, shout out to George and Liz. If, if Liz still listens, love you guys. Um, fucking adorable, cute little baby. But Martha went up to visit so she could finally meet her first nephew. Um, and visit her brother and sister-in-law. And she's been gone for a total of 48 hours-ish. And I have been more productive in the last 48 hours than I have been in the last, like, two weeks. <laughs> at least. Like, I have just accomplished a fuck ton of things that I've been putting off for, like, months. And, Yeah. That's it. So the, that, that's the question. Are you? Do you feel like you are more or less productive when your partner is not around or is gone? Okay. I was going to say something incredibly stupid, but I actually, I think I figured out <laughs> what I was trying to say that isn't fucking dumb as hell. I was going to say, well, you know, when Mary's not around, obviously I am more productive. But when we're together, I would say that we're more productive. But that's dumb as hell because that's like, yeah, <laughs> uh, fucking obviously. Um so what I'm going, what I mean to say is I'm more productive about small things when Mary isn't around. Like I will, I recently changed the screens in a couple of our windows cause they had holes in them. Like I, like I'll do, I'll change the air filter in our air conditioner. I'll do the dishes. But when Mary is around, that's when we do the big shit. Like we clean the whole living room, like deep clean. Like, I can't do that by myself. And I don't want, I frankly, I don't want to. And so having the other person there to kind of, you know, more hands make less work or whatever, easy work, mm -hmm. that, that is 100% true, especially since we've recently found out that we like, and when we're cleaning, the opposite things. Like, she likes to collect everything and put it all away, and I absolutely detest that. But I love, like, the actual cleaning part of it, and she doesn't like that. So, like, it's just, like, we have this real good symbiosis where we're, like, each fully taking half of the tasks that we want to do, and it's sick. So, so I, I will say I'm much more productive, like, and I'll, like, fold laundry and stuff to little things when they're not, when Mary's not around. I do those more frequently. But big things, I would not do them at all if I didn't have the help. I'm sort of where Sean is. Although my wife and I also have a tendency to just be like, all right, it's time for a break. 
and we'll, <laughs> we'll just like take a break. Mm-hmm. So I will say, yeah, I think I am somewhat more productive when Jenna's not around. The last time that Jenna wasn't around. Uh, and I was doing a lot of stuff was it was actually Labor Day weekend and it was because we were we had just gotten the new house and we were moving stuff in and I was I was we got to like the Friday before Labor Day weekend and I was like look uh, I'm yeah, I need to catch up on some stuff at work I need to like get some stuff done around the house because it's just kind of chaos right now I'm gonna stay at home for the weekend and you know you and jordan can go down to the beach with your folks and she was fine with that and so i wound up doing as sean alluded to a lot of little stuff like i I cleaned the grill out back i did a bunch of dishes i cleaned some of the appliances uh you know i did some stuff out put like storm cover like covers over the storm windows all that like all the little stuff that took like a couple of minutes but i just knocked boom 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 and just did that for like two days and that was cool uh but uh you know, it was also, I can't build a hutch. I can't build furniture, like big furniture on my own, or it would take forever in a day. So I would say, honestly, it's probably a little bit less productive with my wife around because we'll both get to a certain point and be like, oh, it'd be nice if we just took a break now. And uh, when it's just me, I'm like, well, I'm listening to a podcast. I'm, I'm, you know, I've got my, you know, I've got like a soda in hand or whatever, and and I'm just getting stuff done. And when it's the two of us, we're like, oh, you know what? Let's take a break and have lunch. Like sit down, and have like proper lunch, like two human beings. And then we'll sit down and we'll watch TV and eat lunch for like a half hour, 45 minutes, and then resume work uh, if that's if that's something we're doing. So I would say slightly less productive with my wife around, but not because it's like, oh my God, we don't work well together or something like that. It's quite the opposite, but we also will like encourage each other to like sharpen the saw. And that winds up with us doing a little less work, but also in a slightly better mood at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, I, I yeah. think, I think it also may have to do with the fact that you, you may, you personally may be less productive, but that's because there's two of you doing the work and two of you splitting the work. So you're both getting stuff done. So you might potentially be getting a lot more done than if you were doing it yourself, but you are not getting as well, much I mean, done yeah, as you I mean, Yeah, I, I mean, that's, sure. I mean, uh, yeah, there's, there's twice as many people doing it. Like, there's an efficiency to it for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, it's almost like the, no, nah, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I mean, well, I, I think it's, well, it's, it's, it's a simple efficiency. Well, of having two I think, I think, well, I think yeah. Whereas, Richie's talking about the perception from us. We're yeah. like we're we're perceiving we're doing more work because we're doing all of the work, whereas when mm-hmm. our spouses are like, here, they're doing yeah. some of it, and we're just not. It's unseen labor. Like, like mm-hmm. yes, you you personally are being more productive, but you're being more productive because you're doing it all yourself. Whereas when you your 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 partners, your wives are there, you you guys are splitting the job, splitting the tasks, um, and so it's like you're you're you don't feel like you're being as productive, but. You guys are. You might even be being more productive, but it's because you're splitting it in half. Um, the other and issue so is that... Good. Uh, no, I, I, I don't actually remember what I was going to say. I, I, I think that's. I think it's different. Be, uh, I understand that perspective, but the the tasks that we that you guys have listed off, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm more likely to do these. Will never be the task handled as a as a group. Mm-hmm ever mm-hmm. so it's like it's not it, yeah. it, it's it's not that you are splitting up the same work versus i'm doing the same work solo 
it's different work. Like they are just, these are things that I, or, well, or it sounds like these are things that like aren't even on the radar when you have the, 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 you guys are together as a unit and it's just like, oh, well, I'm going to knock all this out now because of other reasons. Like my, and I have a slightly different, similar but different thing with Sean is that me, me and Martha definitely have different perspectives and different approaches and things that we like to do. The problem um, or, or the, the more often thing that we run into is Martha requires a body double to pretty much do anything. And I feel like I can't work on anything if I'm body doubling her. And because that's kind of how she works, she thinks I need that. Or it comes across that she thinks I need that. So I'll be working on something and she's like, well, what are you doing? Why are you doing it that way? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this literally has nothing to do with you. I'm organizing my closet with my things in it. Please go away. <laughs> So then it's just like, I, I'm either exhausted from trying to explain the things I'm doing that are in, needed. And it's like, well, 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 why are you doing it that way? It's like, well, do you have an idea? Well, no, I just want to know how you're doing it that way. It's like, but that's not how this conversation is happening. If you just wanted to know the tone and the follow-up questions they're in would be different. Um, so just like when, when, when Martha's home, I just get mm. tired real fast because I'm either over explaining a million things or I ha have to stop what I'm doing to help support her and what she's doing. And helping out is not a problem. I will help with dishes. I don't particularly like doing dishes, but I will help with dishes. I'll run the dishwasher, put dishes away, dry dishes, blah, blah, blah. I do most of the cooking, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, if, if it is a thing that it's like, you are an adult human being, you do not need me here for this. But it will not be done unless I am there. That's exhausting to me. Mm. Yeah. I think the other well, thing... I, Go ahead, John. I was, I was just going to say, I think the one difference, I think, between Tim and Matt and my situations is that for us... Or for me, like, and I, and for Matt, to do that's that little stuff, your partner has to be engaged in watching your kid. Mm -hmm. So there, are, so there is there is very 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 rarely a situation where I'm just doing stuff alone, and so is Mary. You know, like if I'm if I'm getting all that little stuff done, it's only by virtue of Mary watching Alice because mm -hmm. I can't I can't do yeah. that. It's it's. Like I can do it, I can do that stuff with Alice there if there is the option for me to offload her at any moment. Because sometimes yeah. she gets a little bit too handsy, and you have to be like, "All right, I need, I need some space to do this because it's." Too I don't much need help vacuuming going. right now. Yeah, please, yeah. please, please don't <laughs> no, help. I, she yeah. fucking loves vacuuming, and I will let her do it. She puts on her little noise canceling headphones and just goes at it. And I'm like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> one less thing, yeah. baby." It's absolutely yeah. adorable. That is the other thing is that um, a lot of our work does involve um, like the work that right now with Jordan, like Jordan's at a state where we can just sort of set her aside, be like, go play. Like she's not at that age yet. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time us working on something is basically, all right, Jenna's going to do this. I'm going to take Jordan and we're going to go to the park. Uh, and I'm just going to play with mm -hmm. Jordan and keep an eye on her for the next like hour or two or vice versa. Like dad's going to mow the lawn. Uh, and then mommy and Jordan are going to go, do something inside or go to Johnson's farm or something like that while daddy does yard work. 
Like that's, mm-hmm. that's sort of what, when absent nap time and post bedtime, that is what working together looks like right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that's just sort of the name of the game, but, uh, but it is, it is something. And it's like, you know, Hey, watching a kid is a lot of fun. There's also an element of work to it, but it facilitates the other person being able to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can kind of answer this question um, because I've got roommates um, and I find it much easier to clean when one or both of them aren't here. I find it much easier to be able to look at the kitchen and whether majority of the kitchen table mess is theirs, look at it when they're not here and be like, fucking, I'm getting this done. I'm cleaning it up. And so my sister's at Disney right now. So tomorrow when I have free time, that kitchen's getting cleaned. Because it's like, I just need to get it done. I just need to finish this. I need I need to get into a better space. Like, it is, even when she's home, me and her do not mix well. So, like, there's limited times that I can, like, be in the kitchen. We can't be in the kitchen together. So, if she's upstairs in her room, I then, alright, let me clean this, whatever I can in the kitchen. But the second she comes down to cook, whatever I'm cleaning, I have to put down, I have to walk away. Otherwise, we're going to get into a fight. We're going to get into an argument. Yeah, but that's because your roommates suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, she she has an easier time cleaning when he's not home. Their room. So it's mm-hmm. like, it tends to be like, because she has a way she wants to do it, and she can't do it when he's home. And that's mm-hmm. like, that's similar. Like, I, there's, there's things I can, I may want to do, and it's easier for me to just be like, all right, they're not home. I can clean the way I want to clean. I can put stuff wherever I want to put. I can put stuff away and I can just get it done and be happy. And when they come home, hey, here's where everything is. That's it. We're done. I needed to clean it. If you don't like it, suck it. Yeah. But um, also a a little another jump into my life. Uh, I am kind of talking to someone who lives quite far away, kind of in Louisiana. so I am actually more productive when I'm on the phone talking to them than I am when I'm not on the phone. But that's just because I need to be doing something while I'm talking on the phone. <laughs> so it's like, hey, I need to clean. Do you want to call and talk for a bit? <laughs> sure. I am, border- I am borderline incapable of doing anything while I'm on the phone, which is part of why I hate I- being on the phone. I can't mm. sit still on the phone. So when I had a job where I had to call people, it was the worst because I was just constantly fidgeting while I'm on the phone. Couldn't listen to music while I was on the phone or anything. So like if somebody calls me, like I had recently had to buy because my old headphones would have a feedback. I had to buy new Bluetooth headphones so that anytime somebody calls me, I, I don't answer my phone. I pop those in my ear first and answer the phone. So my hands are free to do other stuff. Because I just, I need my hands free to fidget and do other things. Otherwise, I'm uncomfortable on the phone. So if I want to be more productive, I call them and be like, hey, um, you want to talk for like an hour while I'm doing the dishes and stuff? Yeah, I'm, I'm very pro. Like I need some sort of like headphones or something while I'm working, but it needs to be one directional. Like I can't <laughs> need to respond to that. Yeah. Like. I'll listen to a podcast, I'll listen to music, I'll listen to a YouTube video that I don't care about actually watching. All of that. Like I got I got bone conductive things so I can try to listen to Martha when she's trying to talk to me. 
uh, <laughs> while also listening to these things while also working. But yeah. Mm. Mm. Any other thoughts on productivity with or without partner, housemates, etc.? No. All right. Who's got one? Who's got another question? All right. I can go. I got one. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so a couple weeks ago, uh, we went to a get together at uh, one of my wife's uh, coworkers' houses in Philly, and uh, and I generally get along with with my wife's coworkers. Who was me, my my wife, my daughter, and a uh, nice little time. They they have this uh, annual like Oktoberfest party, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's you know a couple people dress up in lederhosen. There's some beer. It's a grand old time. And uh, but there's so there's one person there who is the spouse of somebody who my wife works with. And I don't think she's particularly close with this person or, or the spouse or anything like that, but I know this guy and the, the thing of it is, this is a, so as you guys, I've, I've mentioned maybe once or twice on the show, generally skew libertarian as far as my, my political beliefs. And so does this guy. And I can't stand this guy. Like it's, it's, (laughs) it's, uh, it's one of those things where like I hear the guy and and it's the only thing the dude talks about is, is politics and immediately taking anything and jumping to like, you know, what he's been reading on online and all that, which is look, man, read up on the news, read up on politics and everything like that. But just like, it's, it's one of those things that like I was listening to it and I'm like, I think I agree with you, but I just don't want to listen to you talk about it anymore. <laughs> like, uh, it's just, like it's bothering me because it's, it's, it's his only personality trait. So, so I've it's sort of a two pronger. Um, have you ever? Okay, have you ever met somebody who seems simpatico with a core personal belief of yours, but you find yourself disagreeing with them anyway just because you don't like them? Hi, uh, Tim. Has it forced? <laughs> has this forced you to uh, reassess any of your values because you're like, I don't want to have the same values as this person right here. Uh, or And how would you deal with the situation? I guess not even how you deal with a situation like that because it's how you deal with anybody who bothers you at a party. But, uh, but I, I call guess, him short. Call him short. Um, <laughs> call him a little guy. And so I guess as, the question is just, have you ever met somebody who has the same core beliefs or is a, a similar core belief to you, but you find yourself disagreeing with them anyway because you just they're annoying you? Like, you know what? Maybe I don't believe that. Yeah. So there was this kid who I will call V in high school. And he was. uh, And that's so that's the thing is that V requested that people refer to him as V. And uh, and he was just like that kind of kid. Like he was always very he would just lie about shit all the time. You know, he just one of those kids. Like he was like, man, I got arrested for pulling up some dude's lawn signs, some like conservative lawn signs. And so like, it was very frustrating because he was very progressive, but just so annoying. So like, I agreed with everything that he was saying. Like when we would have like abortion debates in religion class and I would, he and I would be the only not like pro-choice people in the in the class 
And I'm like, man, I agree with everything coming out of your dumb fucking mouth right now. Shut up. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or he would, or he would, or he would like not understand it fully and like go too far. And he'd be like, I think everyone should be getting free abortions all the time. Like it should be mandated that you abort every pregnancy. And it's like, whoa, okay. Good morning now? time for your abortion. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, whoa, man, hold up. I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's chill Just take a little it all the way bit. The other direction, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely. And I think at the time I was I was a teenager, so I wasn't super uh, tactful, I guess, about the whole situation. But I think now, like obviously, there's something that that kid needs, like some sort of validation that I think that you can like maybe give it to him in a different way. Uh, like, I don't know, but people like that now, because that, that he was just a kid, people who are still like that, like, I don't know, man, grow up, grow up. <laughs> and I don't yeah. need to, I don't need to bother with it. You know, it's not my, yeah. you're like, okay, all right. And then you, you have to, we have to like, I think you have to have a kind of store of excuses to leave a conversation. Like, oh, I gotta, yeah. gotta go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be back. Yeah. And then just never come back. I gotta go back go in my to, driveway. And then you go out to your car. And... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, sorry. I ran into my mom at her house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, 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 couldn't make it back. It's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, <laughs> I like that strategy. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Rich, have you ever run into this situation? I believe I definitely have. I mean, my uncle is one of them. I talked about him a couple of weeks ago. My dad's brother. He's just, he's, he sucks. He's, he's very much as he's very much a Democrat. He's very, very much agree on politics, but I just, he, he's an asshole. He sucks. I can't stand him. So anytime he talks, I'm just like, look, yes, you're right about this pol- political thing, but can you just please not? Just don't, because it is all, like you said. It's all he talks about. Um, besides that, uh, I'm I'm sure somewhere in my life there has been somebody not Timmy that um that like we agree with a lot of things, but just always disagree with each other or just can't stand each other. Or always like, but I just I I don't I can't I can't really think I can't totally think. Probably one of my brother's friends for a while. You know what? Sean knows him. Drew. Oh, Drew. Me, me, and him. We we have a lot of the same. We we like a lot of the same things. We 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 like video games. We like D anD D. We like sports. We like music, and we like everything. We like agree with. But I just don't like anything he likes, and he tends to not like anything I like. In specific, in, in specifics, like I don't like a lot of his. He loves, he loves. Uh, uh, what was that band that I said I didn't like and thought was boring? Boys a few Night weeks Out. Ago. Boys Night. Out. He Boys loves Night Boys Night Out. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like them at all. I thought they, I found the album boring. He, he loves. He, I mean, he spends all of his money and time going to concerts. He goes to like thirty plus concerts a year. I don't see a point in that. Maybe one or two concerts a year, sure, but I don't see a point in going to thirty concerts a year, especially if 
half of them are bands you already saw earlier that year. I don't I don't see a point in that. Um, he he does not like scripted uh, uh, fictional media, except for. But he loves and, wrestling. Except for except for wrestling. Okay. But he okay. only now I but have he a only, name to put with that story. I get it. But he only likes wrestling for the athleticism and the wrestling, and not for the story stuff in wrestling. Um, Most of it's not even athleticism. The athleticism I, is you're not fucking broken after the act goes wrong. Uh, uh and I, I, so for PodQuest, we are reading this book. Matt, you might like it. You can, you can have it. Finished business. It's by uh Ray Dittinger. It's his memoir. You ah, might, you might yeah, like it. Ray Di- yeah, that's right. You put that right after the the 2018 Super Bowl. Uh, it came out. It actually came out like. Oh no, no, this is, that's, like, right, that's right. This is this is the new one. He he just retired last yeah. year. That's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. It, um, I find it incredibly boring to read. We're reading it for podcast. We're reading it for our book club that we do. I find it incredibly boring because it just reads like a history book. It reads like somebody talking about his friends that I have zero reference to. He loves this book. He thinks it's a great book. I'm like, but there's no story. There's no, like, yes, there's a story, but there's no story. Like, it's just, here's, it's decades, and it's it's split up into different decades and different segments, and, like, sure, anybody who's a fan of this guy would probably like this, and I'm not saying it's a bad book. I just can't stand it. But, like, me and him, we love all the same things. We just cannot agree on anything when it comes to the things we love. But, yeah, Matt, you can borrow this book when I'm done reading it. I, I probably will. I love Ray Diddy. I may <laughs> pick up that 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 book of his because, uh, yeah, Ray's Ray's a good writer. But yeah, and then when you're done, I want to give it to my dad. So you don't yeah, have to read yeah. it fast, but when you're done, yeah, I want to write around. Yeah, yeah. it'll be good. Uh, winter reading there. Mm. What else? What so else? before I answer this question, yeah. I just want to say that every time you mention Droot, my brain just goes. <laughs> Every single time, without fail, um, and really, I I can't even remember any of the times that you've mentioned him or anything you've told me about him before today. I don't remember any of it, but that's the only thing I remember is you say Drew, and my brain goes, um. But I do remember the wrestling story because that's the dumbest human being thing I've ever heard. And most contradictory. I hate scripted things. You know what my favorite media is? The significantly most scripted thing ever. <laughs> um, is there anyone that I've really just couldn't stand even though we agree on most of the same things? And I don't have a specific person in mind i'm sure i have and usually it's just i'm gonna find a reason to end this conversation or leave this conversation and we're just not gonna talk ever i'm Mm -hmm. just gonna avoid you because i don't like your person and i just don't want to be around you you make me physically uncomfortable with how awkward you are bud um and usually that's it if someone is being like offensive or too aggressive I respond to that aggressiveness in kind and essentially be like, oh, you're a fucking prick. Please shut the fuck up. Um, but if it's like you're just 
is more what I deal with. And it's just like, I'm going to find reasons to never be around you ever. Um, and usually it's just, I, there's, there's, I don't have any actual animus. It's just, I don't like being around them. So it's, it's, I, I, I play along to get along and try to find my out as soon as possible. Um, there's, there's actually, um, a friend, friend, he's not my friend, but he has become good friends with, with a lot of my local friends and I don't understand why, um, especially, um, one of my friends, it's like, oh, I, I, this is what my take, we, we agree on like 99.9999% of things in almost every topic, but this one person, it's like, he loves him. And I'm just like, why, (laughs) why, (laughs) um, but it's the, it's the same thing. I just play along to get along. And then just as soon as I can be not in that area, I am not like if, if it's not someone who genuinely pisses me off, I have no reason to be a douchebag. I have no reason to be an asshole. So it's just like, okay, we will just not exist in the same space. Mm-hmm. And you do you, boo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to handle it. Very mature adult way to handle it. Surprising coming from me, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I had double checked to make sure there was the right block that was uh, showing up. Like, which one of you guys is talking again? Tim. Tim <laughs> Sean's so been working on his Tim impression and it is fucking Nailed it. amazing. Nailed it's, it. It's good. It's it's a good one. It's that AI chatbot we've got going. He's like, hello, I am Tim oh, Hansen. Fuck. Yeah. I am Tim R. Hansen. Uh, I am Tim R. Hansen. Uh <laughs> all right, who's who's next? Look at my country shrink. Yeah. <laughs> country string. Um, okay, I have an easy, I have a light one. What, who do you think, what do you think the best three album run is? Who do you think is the best three album run? Oh, man. Not, not the best. What's your, what, like, obviously not the best of all time, but I think, uh, I, I put the System of a Down's first three albums are pretty much bangers front to back. And also, Motion City soundtracks commit this to memory, even if it kills me. My dinosaur life run, pretty mm. fucking great. The first album and good. Go are also good, but they're not as good as those three are just like next level. And then Panic Station is fine. This question's harder for me to answer than Tim's spouse question. <laughs> <laughs> you said System, their first three albums? The first three albums. The second okay. two are also very, very good. But first three are... So I, would agree. I would agree. Is this specifically first three, or is it just specifically any three? No, just three. three album runs. My, three my, my, okay. my Motion City soundtrack was their second, third, and fourth album. Okay. Which I understand this is hard because you have to think of three albums that are good. Three consecutive albums came out. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of time to think about this question. So I. System, of, system is a good one. My cop out answer is, is one that I is, is a band that I go to almost all the time with this. Uh, I could really go 
frankly, I could go with the best four of all time. Hold steady. Almost killed me. Separation Sunday. Boys and Girls in America. And then I'll tackle the fourth one because that one's great too. Uh, Stay positive. Uh, mm. And not only the first three, not just because it's a three album run, but it came out three albums in three years. Oh, four, oh, five, oh, six. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, just classics of, of rock and roll and indie rock. Um, I guess you could also, um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure that there's a, there's a very compelling argument to be made for Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, um, mm. The Pimp a Butterfly, and Damn. Uh, yes, that's a really good so pick. So I, I think that's that's solid. Or like, where is it? Uh, Outcast, Aquemini, AT Aliens, and Stankonia, which I think mm-hmm. are three consecutive. These are more, uh, this is more like if you're going to like the music purists, you're going to yeah. somebody who's like, okay, we're going to pick like, or like like Zeppelin one, two, and three or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, for me, I will, I, for now, I will say the hold steady um, with those three. Mm. For me, it's also Painkiller by Judas Priest, followed by Painkiller by Judas Priest, and Painkiller by <laughs> Judas Priest being played a second and third time. Mm. Uh, I suppose that's not, that doesn't count. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I could say okay. I could take a uh, I could take an answer for Tim and say Breaking Benjamin's first three albums. See, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not do Breaking Benjamin. I know, but, but saturate, those first, we are but not it's the first three. You're absolutely the correct. Fir- the first yeah. three are very good albums. Saturate, we are not alone, and Phobia are great fucking albums. They are. Dear Agony is fine, it's but fine. it's definitely a departure. Uh, which I think that's the first one that Ben wrote sober. Mm. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, cause that was after they had like the hiatus and everything. And he came back cause he's got the whole wet brain syndrome and shit from drinking way too fucking much. Um, but I was trying to not do breaking Benjamin cause it's too predictable for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> I really like avenge sevenfold. But I'm trying to figure out if I want to do Sounding the Seventh Trumpet to City of Evil or Waking the Fallen to Self-Titled. See, the problem is uh, Self-Titled is... F- I really, I know fun. a lot of people don't like the Self-Titled. I really, really enjoy this Self-Titled. Is, this is your, It's a departure. This is your decision. I, it's not I about it's not about what's the best. It's, it's about what you. It's not about what Matt thinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. My opinion is um, invalid. And like I would not I, put it there I, also, I think there's too many breakups with the event sevenfold thing. But anyway. yeah, I also really enjoy Nightmare. But it's like the City of Evil, Venge, Nightmare. That's I don't like that transition. I don't think that's a good back to back to back or or. Mm. or sequence of albums as in comparison to the other two options um, if you if you want to do the the event sevenfold three album run what you do is ride the lightning master of puppets and uh, injustice <laughs> for all by metallica perfect mm. so, so just hail to the king but in one album <laughs> yeah then you have to work the black album in if you work Hail to the King in there. The as, this means as, war is the same song as Sad But True. Uh, as soon as I heard Hail to the King, the nerve that the they song, had. 
And then the whole album I was like, so they just wanted to be Metallica today? They what wrote Sad But True. This is the same exact song. The audacity to do that. One song after writing, they did it. We're getting way too in the witch. People don't give a shit about Avenged Sevenfold. Dude, and the the song before that is just a straight up like, what if we did a Guns N' Roses B-side? Like it's not it's not even trying to do anything else. He's like, we're gonna write a Guns N' Roses song. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry to steal Tim's thunder. Uh, no, that's fine. I get it. It was it was it was a good joke and a great take and input on the bands in question. Uh, Unhappy yeah. but verifiable. Yeah, honestly, it's Breaking Benjamin for me. There's there there's no ifs ands or buts. Honestly, I was just trying to not be pigeonholed into what clearly was going to be my answer it's yeah, but it is yeah. a, i agree with you those are good uh like alt metal that's a really good three album run from because that those were in high school i listened to them a lot and and college, oh, yeah. early college. if you're really just playing to type here go uh and keeping secrets of silent earth good apollo one good apollo two mm. <laughs> I think I was I was thinking that too, but I couldn't get like I couldn't get myself to because there I there are some yeah. songs I really really don't care for on sure Good Apollo's one and two, but they're yeah. good albums. I mm-hmm. they they're, they're my favorite band. I think they're I a good band. Yeah, they're really 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 good. They're they're Most consistently they're, they're, good. They're all right. They're all right. You can also <laughs> do I I could also do Twenty One Pilots Vessel Blurry Face Trench. Mm. Which is trench divided a lot of people who listen to Twenty One Pilots, and I fucking loved it. Hmm. So I'm having a tough time with this because I don't often listen to full albums back to back to back mm-hmm. with with a lot of my bands. Like I, I we've gone over this. I tend to just listen to like whatever their top whatever is on whatever music app I'm using. Um, but I came up with two. But I have a question about the question, and that's if they released a acoustic cover after the initial, like an acoustic cover album. No, do we that skip that? Count. Yeah, it doesn't. Count. Okay, it, it's okay. not a that's, full album. It's that's fine. Thing. That's fine. Then uh, it still it still fits. It's uh, the the first one that I can think of is um, the Megas with "Get Equipped." History repeating one, history repeating two. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic set of albums. Fantastic songs. Um, the other one, the only other one I can think of that I absolutely enjoy that I remember listening to all of these albums constantly is uh, Sum 41, All Filler, No Killer, Does This Look Infected, and Chuck. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those albums are really good. Those they albums are. are really good. I can honestly say I haven't listened to Chuck all the way through. Chuck, Chuck is great. Chuck's pretty Chuck good. Is, I, li- is I listened really to Chuck a lot, a lot in college. Better than I thought. Yeah. I, I honestly think Chuck is better than the other two. The guitar work on that is something. Yeah, else. it's really good. Spe- speaking of ripping like, off Metallica, they wrote a song on that album called "The Bitter End," which is literally just "Battery" by Metallica. <laughs> the Bitter done, End done is so style. good, though. It's, it's a good song. so good, though. If we're going mm-hmm. punk pop, I, since we talked about them a couple episodes ago, I'll go the Wonder Years, Suburbia. I've given you all, and I, now I'm nothing. Uh, the Greatest Generation, and then No Closer to Heaven. Those three in a row. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Going with nice. sad boy punk pop. Sad boy punk pop. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only two songs I know off of uh, 
Chuck are Pieces and We're All to Blame, which are both great songs. They great are. songs. Mm. Great songs. Yeah. Oh, and there's no solution. Oh no, I know eighty. Okay, I know half this album. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you. It's a great album. Hmm. I gotta listen. Um, I gotta re-listen to them. I pieces is really them. good. I really like Pieces. Yeah. Any other uh, three album run that you guys uh, think is worth highlighting here? Is a great one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. I I can't think of any, and kind of similar to Rich's perspective is like i don't really think of bands in terms of albums because a lot of my consumption was not owning cds so just listening to whatever i could get my hands on Mm. um and really unless it was a band i really 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 liked um because i didn't want to fuck with limewire and napster and download shit illegally and I could only afford a CD every so often. So therefore, it was all Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> um, uh, there's not too many uh, too many bands that I've listened to full albums through, let alone multiple albums from that band. Um, and really, the only time I do that is when someone would give me a recommendation. Like in high school... Once I listened to something Alien Ant Farm that wasn't uh, fucking um, smooth, not Smith Goodwill. They they have more than just that one album. Yes, yes, and they have a couple, and they're dope. Like honestly, movies is such a great song, and people like, what are you talking about? It's like movies is great. And I I genuinely enjoy that whole album, but. I've never listened to another album by Alien Ant Farm. That's it. That's the only one I know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, I'm I'm sure if I sat down and listened to other albums, probably I could think of something. But it's just, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's the dedication because other once I am not paying attention to it, it becomes background noise that I forgot that I listened to. Oh, oh, oh! Wait, wait, hold up! I got a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got to pick the albums. Um, Gaslight Anthem, 59 Sound, American Slang, uh, Handwritten. Mm-hmm. No, it's go it's going to be Polyphia, and it's going to be Ooh. Renaissance, New Levels, New Devils, and then Most Hated. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. And if we're not counting EPs, then remember that you will die. Because Muse is fine, but it's not great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah. I like that one. I have a question. Mm. Great question. Thank That's you. Awesome question. All right. All right. I think Rich, you're the only one left, yeah? My turn? Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, hmm. You know what? We'll do this one because uh, Tim took my one question, so that limits how many questions I have. Uh, oh, that, was like, that was like two um, hours ago. We're still... It was. <laughs> uh, ha- is there something that you've done recently that you're proud of yourself for doing? Uh, I and it, if you want, it, you don't have to have a reason for why you did it. You can explain why you did it or what it was. Like it's something that maybe you won't often do. But like, yes, Matt, you can talk about moving if if that's like like it's just something new or something. <laughs> something. So here's where I'm talking. Uh, here's where I'm coming from with this question. Um, I uh, we we. I talked about this very shortly, few many many sessions ago, when uh, Sean asked about um, uh, a, 
uh, uh, basically our sexualities. And, and, and I was like, yeah, I don't see myself as straight. Um, I came out to my parents last week. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> Congratulations. My God. Uh, <laughs> I am proud of you, sir. Thank you. The funny thing is, I felt like I had to because I'm. I also have to come out to my sister because I am talking to someone whose pronouns are he they, and mm. so if I didn't tell my parents, she would. So I have mm. to talk to her about it and let her know, like, hey, just FYI, talking to this person. They live in Louisiana, so maybe possibly they may come and visit at some point. Mm. It may not be anything. Hey there, but. Reggie. If you're still living here, get it. If you're still living here, you you're gonna have to meet them. So here it is, and so I kind of was like, I guess I should tell my parents first before they find out through my sister because she won't be able to not tell them whether mm-hmm. I tell her not to tell them or not. So when I do tell her, I'm going to tell her not to say anything to them, and I'm not gonna let her know that they know. So that I find out whether or not she tells them. Mm-hmm. Alright, now now we gotta vet this character and make sure he's all right with Richie. So okay, hold on, hold on. We, yeah. gotta, we gotta do the good book today. So okay, okay. So what part of Louisiana are they from? Uh I don't wanna dox them, but northern oh. Louisiana is the closest. Uh, I'm northern, dox uh, okay. That means so not, absolutely not nothing to me. Yeah. Rich, all right, all right, all right. I just want you to know I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um and also, was wasn't like National Coming Coming Out Day within the last like it week was or something? It was Wednesday, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I did not do that because I I didn't know I didn't know, but it was yeah it was and, I. I the had, only reason I remembered it is because like my Facebook is like you have memories today, and I have like five of just like I love all you people. I love all you people, regardless of how simple this should be. This is still complicated and that Mm -hmm. blows my mind and I'm proud of you. So I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. And I love you. Yeah. Congrats. Um, And also I am going to teach you the song by Garth Brooks called Colin Baton Rouge. Mm. (laughs) And we're just going to change a couple words. (laughs) <laughs> okay and it's Call gonna be fucking Northern adorable louisiana <laughs> i i uh, i will i mean i mean I, I mean it's talking about being Calling in the, the arms right of a now. girl in louisiana and it's just like no i'm mean, last night in the arms of a well we we could do guy dude we could yeah. do they we, we, <laughs> we can replace these pronouns in particular words but otherwise it's still just a great song of like i i am a long road trucker I have zero time and I'm spending my last time calling you because you're the person I want to talk to. It's a fucking adorable mm-hmm. song. It's and I'll be honest, they're the person I want to talk to talk to mm-hmm. right now. So yeah. they they are they are out with their friend and I'm just like I might be able to play video games when you come home, but you're an hour behind and I might be asleep. So <laughs> maybe, but maybe tomorrow, because our only times to really hang out are Fridays, Friday nights on video games and Saturdays on video games. So, mm-hmm. but it's what, sorry, I missed what the question was. By the way, uh, is there is there something you've done within the past few weeks that oh, like that you're proud of? Oh, that you're okay. proud of? I was so I was so focused on being proud of you and happy for you <laughs> that I just like fuck yeah. the question. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I yeah. fully forgot. I, I also well. had Thank a, <laughs> I also had a lot of story behind it and a lot of like look. My story about telling my parents is also kind of funny, 
but that's not a story I'm going to talk about on air because mm-hmm. that's it might, fair. It might it, it won't upset people, but like my mom asked some awkward questions <laughs> as All moms right. do. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Um, so, anything you've done recently that you are proud of? Filled a marine battery. What? Like a battery for a under ba- under the water? <laughs> yeah. It was, so it's it was for we have a backup sump pump in the new house and uh, ah. and uh, and so the way it went down was so two and a half weeks in start hearing this like like very faint but noticeable and ongoing like buzzing noise coming i go and look at the backup sump pump and the battery's got a little thing that says battery on it which basically means you need to replace the battery and i look inside and it's a car battery and i go and google and apparently you're not supposed to put a car battery into these things uh and so uh i'm sure so the is sure. all wrong and so I was like, I was trying to ride it out and like, you know, basically I would like reset it and it would work just fine. I'm like, oh, I can get a couple more weeks out of it. And then one morning I wake up and uh, it's like a Friday and uh, I listen to the news and well, the noise is still going on for sure. Uh, but uh, I turn on the news and it's like the remnants of tropical storm, blah, 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 are on their way up and they're dumping four to five inches of rain in New Jersey this week. And I'm like, <sighs> I better go take care of that sump pump. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I uh, go to Ace and pick up a uh, a a marine battery for the sump pump. This is the graded battery you're supposed to use for this thing. But you have to fill it with acid. They sell it to you dry. You have to buy the acid separately because they won't sell it to you with the acid in there. It'll kill the life of the battery. And so while my wife and I, while my wife and my daughter both took a nap in the middle of the day, I went downstairs, gloves and long sleeves and all that, and just started filling up a battery and smelled like sulfur, which I immediately freaked out about, even though then I read later, okay, that's normal. It's the way that's supposed to work. It's supposed to hiss and sizzle and smell like sulfur and all that downstairs. And then at a certain point I filled up all the compartments and the sizzling stopped and the sulfur stopped. And then I plugged it in and it worked again. And I was like, huzzah, I did it. Now I don't have to worry about this for seven years until this Marine battery dies, uh, or I have to replace the pump. But, uh, so yeah, I did that. I replaced this freaking sump pump battery. It had standard household maintenance. And then we, mm-hmm. and we also moved into the house, by the way. We also did that. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Yay. Yeah, Congrats. So we did that. Thank you, man. We, moving we did, moving we with a child is not easy, so. No, it's not. Nope. The child's been more resilient than either me or my wife have been uh, throughout this whole process. <laughs> and we got an offer that we accepted on the old house. So, uh, oh, nice. hell yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. So it's, fu- it's funny because so we, we got a couple offers over the weekend. We picked one. And uh, again, we're knocking on wood because, you know, it's still a long process to go. What I thought was funny was we signed all the paperwork for it. And then this morning I'm still getting like there's like a little app when you're selling a home that your realtor might set up for you that says, oh, there's a showing. Somebody set up a showing. They want to come see the house and all that. And like there's still showings coming through. And I keep and each one I look at it. And I'm like, I feel like text my realtor like, uh. What, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what are you? We're in the process we, of closing. Thought, the fuck? I thought we were. I thought we had something here. What is, why, why is? Why are all these people coming into our house? So, um, <laughs> but yeah. So that things are subsiding. Things are subsiding. Nice. Common ass home ownership. Sean, what about you? What are you proud of? Uh, I am proud of. Oh, okay. So I did two home improvement projects. I I changed. I learned how to. And then change the screens on my 
uh, on some windows, which was really uh, dumb. That's yeah. that's that's an annoying task too because you could rip the screen and have to restart. I've done yeah. that. It sucks. Uh, it was yeah. It was it was it was difficult with a child and dogs trying to yeah. get onto my screen. Uh, yeah. And then uh, and I also finally we used to have a like a wall mounted uh, baby gate for Alice that we took down a long time ago, but there were still holes in the wall from all of the nails, and so I got joint compound. And over the course mm-hmm. of a couple of days, filled those holes, sanded it all down. We just had to get it painted now. So I did some some basic, again, basic house maintenance. But I'm proud of myself because I finally did it. And it's out of fucking off my off my plate. Nice. Sick. I'm stoked on it. Excellent, man. Getting stoked on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Tim, what have you done lately that you're proud of? I feel like most of that I discussed in our last session. <laughs> and it's Ooh. like installing lights in the, in, in, like what upgrades I would do to the apartment. It's like, I've already done them. Unless the right. neighbors move out and I can rip, rip down that wall and expand my living room or dining room, <laughs> I got nothing. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I can think of would be, and it's, it's going to be drastically different tone. Uh, than everything else already discussed is uh, I finally had my parents over to the new apartment. Nice. nice. Um, partially to celebrate both of their birthdays because they're both uh, Virgos. So September mm. birthdays. Um, but uh, I, as I, I think I've made obvious over the last five <laughs> years, my, my relationship with my parents is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm already relatively self-conscious about inviting people over to my home wherever I live. Um, but any outward communication and, and, and just much, much like we've brought up on the show, multiple of us, uh, all of us, all of us, probably all of us at some point over the course of our show. Like if I am not thinking about a thing or, or someone, I don't think to talk to them. So, like, yeah, I'd love my parents, but I don't think, hey, I should call my parents ever. Mm. Literally never. It's a fight I've been having with my mother since I was 13. So, what year is it? Uh, 20 years mm. I've been having this fight with my mom. Um, still totally a thing. And she just doesn't want to hear it. So having them over, cooking them dinner, celebrating their birthdays, and just actually talking to them and seeing them for the first time since the 4th of July when my brother was in town. And then I don't think I had seen them at all since I had moved back to Pennsylvania at that point. Mm. So um, trying to talk to my parents... And seeing them and actually having them over to my home and having the first actual guests over to our home, which we've now done twice because we had a friend uh, or a co-worker of Martha's over for a game night. So actually finally having people to our own home that we're not living with other people for the first time in since mm-hmm. December of last year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. 
Yeah. And now it's just like, can people leave me alone? Because now we have too many things scheduled and more people coming over. It's like, well, but I liked being alone. I'm an <laughs> introvert. Fuck people. <laughs> mm-hmm. But not like fuck people. Not any, not, no. not any more, not any more than you're. I don't. Than you should legally. Well, yeah. Listen, if there's consent and there people are open with cons, uh, open relationships, which I'm not, so there, mm-hmm. that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> so yeah, this sentence is over. It's like the idea is great, but it's like I'm not okay with that. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> but people who are in that, good on you. Yeah. Get out on you. Uh, anyone else? Anyone else proud of anything lately? Got some good ones. Good ones. Yeah, no. good one, I did man. win. I did win my frisbee league. Two frisbee Ooh. leagues in one nice. week. Nice. Won some money, which was I was you know it was nice. I was like I'm good. I am good. So good at frisbees. I'm I'm uh, I'm proud of myself for being middle of the line in our fantasy football league. Unlike somebody in this uh, podcast right now, second in points, second in <laughs> points, second to last in the league. I don't know. I don't you know, know what, what the I am, fuck? I am currently I'm currently fourth in the league, and mm-hmm. my the differential between points for and against is less than two. Yeah, I think Shit. it's something ridiculous. Sean I'm beat not in me. the league at all, baby. It's great. So Sean beat me in week three by, let me see if I can do this math real quick here, 0. 0.68 points. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be pleased to learn that week, uh, because everybody cares about what's, what's going on in, in the Fantasy Football League here, uh, that I out of everyone in the league had the third highest had the fourth highest score well who had the, the third league. highest matt who had the that third be, highest that would be team auto draft sean <laughs> o'brien yeah baby yeah Can't so it's this yeah it is what it is it's okay because nobody's catching joe because nobody's drafted a better team than joe did because he's got a billion points more than everybody else he's in first so I I don't know. I do. forgot to check. Uh, I forgot to check my team before yesterday's game, and Jerry Judy shat the bed. He did. R- he r- tried to talk shit to Steve Smith before the game, and it didn't work out for him. <laughs> Fucking three points. Yeah, Jerry Judy. Do is we have another a question bum. waiting? No, that's it. That was it. Tim, Tim you want to ask us about our fantasy league? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, did Matt ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. I asked about uh, the the the. Meeting somebody at a party that agrees that you agree oh. with in principle, but that annoys the crap out of totally you. Totally forgot. Yeah, yeah. I got that a was, take. I know. I know. I know, it seem, I know. It seems like that was a different episode because I was like four hours ago when we started, but uh, it wasn't <laughs> forever. Please, please uh, regale us with your take. So my take, honestly, kind of goes off the last question. Which I was trying to figure out how do I how do I make this take or how do I even bring this up so rich you should greatly be proud in- of anything. I planned this. I totally planned this with a take that I didn't know you were gonna have. Totes. Um. So lately, lately, the th- the thing about pride, which is an interesting feeling, um, and is hard. I wouldn't say hard. Can be weird to express to other people. 
is people tend to take pride as in ownership, a slight ownership over the actions of the person that you were proud of. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Is, am I the only one who t- seems to feel that way? I see what like, you're if saying. I am pr- it, it seems to be mm-hmm. like if you are proud of someone for the thing that it's like. Look how good I has, am. I'm proud of you. This is a selfless act, etc. Or, or, or just like you're proud of them, and but it's an extension of you and the thing mm-hmm. that they did. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, that's just the shitty way I've no. grown up. But I get that because sometimes when I'm like, "Hey, I want to say I'm proud of you" to someone, I'm just like, "But like, I, I didn't do anything," and I, I, I kind of get where you're coming. So over the last like year and a half, two years, couple years, and it just compounds over the years as more people reach this point, I am so genuinely proud and excited for all of my friends and family having and raising amazing kids. You hear that, Sean? Friends, his kids. He's wearing that. That's Clearly, us, you too. So obviously, he's talking about you. I'm talking about the doggos <laughs> too. Borg, Borg, Borg. They're the fur babies. They're allowed. Hmm. So and 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 it it's it's one of those things that where I don't know how to express. Like I I'm proud in the fact that it's like they are a friend of mine. I am hyped for them. They are doing a fucking amazing thing. But saying I'm I'm so happy for you and I'm excited for you comes across weak. But saying I'm proud for you comes across as like, yo, this is my thing. Can you slow your roll? I like you're trying to like I don't know how to express this in a way that isn't like I'm putting myself too far into your life. But at the same time, yeah, I'm fucking proud of you guys. I, I, I will say I think that's your relationship with the word proud. Is that mm. I think I think it seems like you've had experience where that is the case, but I know like I tell Mary that I'm proud of her all the time for stuff like that she's doing in her work, and I have nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Like that's not mm-hmm. I don't I'm just genuinely like I'm like hey man like I'm so I think that I think you're right. It like hits harder than I'm so happy for you for your success. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm I'm genuinely proud of mary for all the things that like all of the things that she's done that has led her to this point because like she is i guess it i don't know i don't know why i understand what you're saying fully but it's it's the the way i look at it is it's because i i completely get that perception the the idea that like I'm I'm sort of glomming on to whatever the the accomplishment is that you have the way I look at it is this there's like certain, multiple kinds of pride there's the kind of proud where it's like I can imagine my my daughter one day you know having a good game of a game of softball or something or getting a good grade on a test and being like I'm really proud of you I see how much you work and things like that so I think there's that kind of pride where it's like you're you're responsible for this person but there's also the pride where it's the old saying like you are the people that you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with a certain group of people, you're, you're almost like in a way, even though they're just like your friends or your family or whatever, you're, you're in a way staking your, your reputation, your personality on them. Like, Hey, these are the people that I choose to associate with. Like, you know, Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet and Sean O'Brien, 
you know, my wife, my daughter, my, my, my family, these are the people that I choose to associate with. And they're sort of in a way, my identity in that way. And so when somebody that you're that close with does something really fucking cool, it's like, well, yeah, this, obviously this is 90, this is, this is your thing, but it also does reflect well on me in a very, in a much more minor way, but in a way nonetheless, because it's like, I've chosen to associate with you and you're doing something cool. I am proud of you. I have pride. You know, I, I take pride in the fact that mm-hmm. my friend has done this. I take pride that you know, Tim, you accomplished, you, you made a huge freaking move last year and, and you got the apartment settled in. You got a, you got a new job. I'm really proud of rich for, for coming out to his folks. Like, and that does, ref- and Sean, I'm proud of you for, for getting, you know, you, you had a, job set back earlier this year and you got back on your feet and you got the family like i'm proud of that like in, in a small way it is not the most important p- aspect of that because the most important aspect of it is your accomplishment each of you individually but you're my friend and i've i've you're my friends and i've you know you and i and, and the, a lot of us have chosen to associate with each other and your accomplishments in some small way do reflect on me and vice versa so that that's what i sort of feel like when I say like, oh, I'm proud of you for doing this, where it's like, hey, my friend did this. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. That makes me feel less weird. Because, and, I, like, and I appreciate you. I, the, the, the kind words are much yes. appreciated. And I, and I don't tell you guys enough that I'm proud of your accomplishments for sure. And like I got your I got your change of address this, this week. Mm-hmm. And like that's. Yeah, you want to talk about pride, uh, having pride in something? I can tell you. One, I'm proud of you for the move. (laughs) The amount of effort, the the amount of my input and work that went into that was somewhere around zero. I had nothing to do with those cards. I understand and didn't expect her to the pictures. uh, But I was certainly (laughs) taking care of stuff around the house while that was going on. Jenna's artistic design and choices on all of those things is always mm -hmm. on point, and I'm proud of her for those choices. I'm very proud proud of of Jenna for acknowledging my weakness in that area and just taking charge of that. I'm proud of both of you for raising an adorable and cute daughter that will play into those things. (laughs) But also, it's just like... And and I'm proud of Sean and Mary for the... um, the love and care that they put into um, fuck. I feel so dumb because I was so overwhelmed emotionally that I'm forgetting names. Um, but like the apple picking and all of those pictures and Sean trying to juggle and the fact that there's a note that it's like Sean needs you to know that these were picked up off of the ground and not wasted apples. <laughs> I was very clear about that with Mary. I was like, Mary, everyone needs to know that I need to just pick apples off the, the tree and then drop them on the ground like a fucking monster. He's not an asshole. He bought a bag from Wegmans, brought them to the orchard, and started tossing them that way. Took them all out of the plastic and threw the plastic into the woods too. He made sure to lick them all first. Yeah, but it's 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 one of those things that I struggle to express that because I don't probably because of my own experiences of people trying to express or take ownership of things that have happened in my life and emotions in my life. I don't know how to express those emotions to those people around me and my pride and happiness and excitement for them because I feel like I'm then making it about me instead of what Mm -hmm. they are doing. And I, I hate that, but I also am so happy for all of you guys for rich, for Sean, for Matt, for 
my brother and sister-in-law who will never or my brother comma sister-in-law who will never listen to this fucking show and my adorable nieces that they're raising to my sister-in-law and brother-in-law george and liz who liz may listen to this i don't know and the adorable nephew that they're raising and all the experiences they're going through with their family i i'm I love all of you. I am so happy and proud for all of you. And it's just, uh, I don't know, always how to express it. So mm-hmm. love this you, is that. That's, this is very genuine and kind. And and I, I, for whatever my opinion is worth, I when, when I hear you say something like, I'm proud of you or I'm proud of Sean, I don't hear it as like, Tim's putting the, the, uh, the yeah. taking the, the, the spotlight away or anything like that. That's not what, that's not why I hear it anyway. I agree. I just, I think, I think I under, I understand what you're saying. I think there should be a word that is pride, but for other people. It's probably German. I just got to go find it. Yeah. <laughs> They've got all the cool words for shit that no one else expresses. Sober schnitzel yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. It's, it's mm-hmm. good. You know what? I'm going to say it. Good take. Good, good take. take. Good take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we got a whole other episode to record. And Let's it's it. uh, almost 11 o'clock at night. So we're going to call it an episode right here. But if you want to go back and listen to any of our previous episodes of the Brose podcast, you can find them anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold. We're on every major podcasting platform. And if you want to see when our latest episode is released, you can either subscribe on that platform or follow us on social media to see when they drop. We are on X at Brose underscore podcast. We are on Facebook at Brose podcast. And we are on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. Um, of course, if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our list of questions, to Tess Riley, who edits our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at the Vogel Art Shop on Facebook or at her storefront on Etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. All right, it's time for plugs. Rich, we're going to start with you. What's your handle? What are you plugging this week? Uh, check me out on X at B underscore Walnuts, and you can check me out on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts, video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Um, it's still dead October, so I'm playing Left 4 Dead, Dead by Daylight, and Dead Islands. Uh, also, good Podcast, the weekly nerdy talk show. What's that? Anything good coming out? Games lately? Anything I'm good? Mm. Yeah. Uh, City Skylines uh, 2 comes out at the end of the month, but I don't think you'd have any interest in that. You build cities and that's it. Um, I mean, I played SimCity back in the day, but I, yeah. It's better than SimCity because I played tons of City Whoa. Skylines 1. If you're interested in doing like a city, like Sim thing like that, that comes out in at the end of October. But can you articulate uh, um, the splines? Counter-Strike just came out. Counter-Strike <laughs> 2 just came out. I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I said, can you reticulate the splines? In City Skylines. Uh, I, I never played SimCity, so I don't know. Reticulating splines. <laughs> anytime, you boot it, anytime you booted up a game in SimCity 2000, it would say, like, reticulating splines, which I, I think oh. actually does mean something, but it was the only word they just... I think it was, like, the only <laughs> verbal line that they had in that whole thing. That's the only thing I remember about SimCity was that, and then 
like you could tweak the budget for everybody but if you ever decline if you ever decrease the funding for the transportation advisor he would flip shit on you like, you can't come back on, you will regret this he just starts screaming spider-man so 2 is coming out oh yeah spider-man okay. 2 um this year has been chock full of like major game releases that um the only uh mario wonderland is coming out soon that's um, nintendo no one cares uh, how dare you how dare you? i have it on good authority that the they're releasing a new king of fighters game on the switch in a couple of months so <laughs> oh that's I'm cool for that. i'm tight i'm hyped for that all right sean what about you where are you want uh you can find me on twitter at hey it's sob you can find me doing frisbees at ob disc golf and that's all that's all i do that's all that's all what I about you Tim Nelson? What? I wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen, either trying to win some electronic shit, hyping up Rich, hyping up other streamers that I'm friends with, harding whatever Matt posted that was pretty funny. Um, and you can find our bros on the West Coast, Stephen and Charles, and their new show, oh boy. Escape the Game. Oh, uh, in their new variety style where they go through nine rounds of games created and judged by Steven. We invite our listeners to escape the horrors of the 21st century, if only for a time. As the guest tries to take on Charles, the resident expert. They've got uh, two episodes out or one episode and a bonus yeah. called Roll That Beautiful Bean Footage. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is a reference to uh, Bush's Beans. That's it's the Bush's yeah, Beans commercial. Yeah, yeah. great joke, guys. Like, Love it. Is this is this like Stump the Schwab? Like, I don't know if you guys. I haven't listened it. to it yet. They, so, they've okay. only got the two episodes out so right. far, and the first right. one's called the January sixth of podcast game show episodes, and then Damn, the other one's wow. the bonus. Roll that beautiful bean footage. So, so I'm excited to listen to it, and then I'm excited to try and be like, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, can. Can, can, can I be, on, can I be on your show? I want to be yeah, on your show. Can I be on your show? They, well, they they like they are <laughs> they are they are looking for people to come in and and play the the game because they're bringing in guests. Uh, the first episode. Oh, I lost the game. The the, oh my God. the first episode was uh was um uh Stephen's wife, right? He's they're the partner. one that's married. Partner, partner, partner. Um, uh. And uh, they, yeah, they got just different thought experiments. Basically, a bunch of different escapes. So they had they had to make the best, uh, not necessarily the funniest, but the best response to. Some of them were reading news articles by the headline and reheadlining it and things like that. It is it's a good show. Then the B side is they're basically kind of doing like two two episodes per number. The A side is the game. The B side is just them chatting. So every two, it's a two week cycle. So oh, week one is the game. Idea. Week two is just them chatting so that they, this way they're not doing the game every week so that they don't burn out the game. They don't work themselves too tirelessly making these game game mm. uh, things. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Are we all Steven and Charles? In the ring? Love you, each, each of the four of us want to do this. Then I would. You know, I was going to email. I was. Gonna, I would love to do it. Like all four of us, separate weeks. I would love to do it. I don't know if I'm going to be good at it because I'm not as funny as Sean, but I would love to do it. Rude of you to put that much pressure on me. Now I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Sean, I, I crave Sean, affirmation. don't be me about things. <laughs> I crave yeah. affirmation. You should do this. Fuck you. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, right, I'm, Sean, I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm from the Brose podcast. But most Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> but most importantly, <laughs> tell me I'm funny. Um, please. I need that validation. Put it right in uh, my I'm, on, I'm on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. I will once again shout out my brother, Alex Casnell, the lead singer, uh, guitarist, and lead Alex Casnell of the band Alex Casnell and the board of directors. You can find them on Bandcamp. Uh, and I'm shouting him out because he just sent a, a text to a group thread I'm on. He's at, the, he's at a Wonder Years concert. Wonder Years coming up yet again. He said, saw the Wonder Years in Columbus, Ohio tonight. Rest assured that one that more than one a short reassured that more than one person in the audience shouted quote go birds when they walked out. Uh, <laughs> go birds. Go, go birds. birds. Go birds. Go birds. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Right, go Phils. By the time you guys go, go Phils, they should have. I, I don't, don't know what the exact schedule is, but they should kick the crap out of those freaking Diamondbacks by now. Uh, say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everybody. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. My name is Matt Kaznell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.